violates long-held democratic principles and undermines so many of the processes that support democracy. Our elected members of Parliament and even our cabinet ministers are restricted by the Prime Minister's office in who they can talk to, when they can give a speech, what press interviews they can accept, and the nature of their comments to the press and the public. Brent Rathgeber, a former Tory backbencher and now independent member of Parliament for Edmonton-St. Albert, provides a rare glimpse inside the tightly controlled Conservative caucus in his book Irresponsible Governments, The Decline of Parliamentary Democracy in Canada. He describes how, under Harper, MPs have been reduced to cheerleading and barking on command. He says Conservative backbenchers are permitted to say very little in the House of Commons and are punished if they step out of line. The Conservative caucus is more of a pep rally and doesn't include votes on policy in advance. And there is very little to hold the government to account. In a March 29, 2013 editorial, the Toronto Star observed that the Prime Minister's office is plumbing new depths and expecting the government caucus to perform like trained seals that clap their flippers and bark in unison. Harper has proven to be a notorious control freak. Canadian journalist Lawrence Martin has written frequently about Harper's authoritarian methods. His book, Harperland, is subtitled The Politics of Control. It could equally have been the control of politics, because that is what Harper has achieved with remarkably little opposition from the Canadian media. Martin writes of Harper's ironclad dictatorial control of communications, and what some have described as a Genghis Khan style of politics. In early 2011, it was reported that Harper's team was even attempting to rebrand the Government of Canada as the Harper Government. Despite denials, several public servants told the Canadian press they had received instructions directly from the Centre, meaning the Prime Minister's office and the Privy Council office that serves the Prime Minister, that Government of Canada was to be replaced by Harper Government. Liberal MP Dominic LeBlanc commented to CBC News at the time, it's not Stephen Harper's government. It's the government of all Canadians. You'd expect this kind of directive to be issued by the Ministry of Information in North Korea. This tight control on communication and information has extended far beyond caucus members and cabinet ministers to bureaucrats, government scientists, and even to free expression by the public. In Harper's Canada, if citizens want to appear before the National Energy Board about a proposed pipeline, to cite just one of the major issues of concern in the country today, they must first fill in an application requesting the privilege of having their voices heard. The government's new guidelines for the National Energy Board have created rules that act to limit citizens' participation. Under these rules, one must be directly affected by a project. That is, the proposed pipeline's route will run through your property to be permitted to speak or to make a submission to the board. If you're not considered a stakeholder, then your views as a citizen are not welcome. The list of directors of Canadian agencies and institutions who've been fired or resigned in protest as a result of clashes with the Harper government continues to grow. Linda Keene was fired from her role as Nuclear Safety Commissioner after she shut down a nuclear reactor, citing safety concerns. Adrian Meisner was dismissed as the head of the Canadian Wheat Board for opposing the dismantling of that body. Pat Stogan, the first commanding officer of Canadian soldiers in Afghanistan, was terminated as the veterans' ombudsman 
after he criticized the provisions of the new Veterans Charter. The list goes on. What happened to former Parliamentary Budget Officer Kevin Page highlights the difficulties that many of Canada's senior bureaucrats and agency leaders have faced under the Harper regime. The Parliamentary Budget Office was created by the Harper Conservatives, supposedly to enhance government transparency and hold the government accountable by scrutinizing its expenditures. But, when Page began to issue pointed criticisms of government practices, the government bristled. Page was aghast at the introduction of proposed changes to Canada's pension provisions, without benefit of the traditional white paper to help analyze the policy implications and invite comment. Such public utterances were met with cuts to the Parliamentary Budget Office's budget. Page was forced to scramble for funds he needed to do his job and was consistently blocked by the Prime Minister's office. Incredibly, he was accused of overstepping his mandate.